Good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. For Jim Smalley, I'm Drew Posty. Coming up, APAS President Todd Lewis discusses NAFTA renegotiations that start in Washington tomorrow. Also, Manitoba has been lucky not to see a ton of crop diseases this year. We'll talk to Lewis and our neighbors to the east coming up next. Agri-News is brought to you by the REMAX Blue Chip Realty Ag Team of Marcel de Corby and Graham Toth. Online at landforsalesask.ca and McDougal Auctioneers Ag Division. Choose the alternative, McDougal Auctioneers for guaranteed results. Online at mcdougalauction.com. With negotiations set to begin tomorrow between Canadian, American and Mexican officials to renegotiate the North American Free Trade Agreement, APAS President Todd Lewis doesn't want to see a whole redo of the agreement. Lewis says there are certain improvements that do need to be made, but there is also many positives he hopes stay in the agreement. It's uh, got a huge potential impact uh, because, uh, you know, we're an exporting province and and uh, certainly the United States is, and Mexico both are, are, are uh, big... Uh, customers of ours and and uh, there's lots of two-way trades in agriculture uh, across the American border especially so yeah it could have a huge impact but uh, you know I think we're hoping it's uh, more tweaking than of uh, of certain elements of NAFTA and not a whole redo. Lewis says supply management could be one of the main topics on renegotiation. That's an issue uh, certainly seems to be a, a, a burr under the saddle of the of uh, some people in in the states but uh, you know at the same time a lot of us just uh, and I mean frankly and some Canadians as well so it's uh, it's uh, that can be a touchy subject on both sides of the border and uh, be interested to see how that uh, is approached and and uh, certainly you know and, and there's always trade here and uh, certainly uh, country of origin labeling um, you know we uh, went through a long process in the livestock industry over that that uh, certainly don't want to revisit anytime soon and uh, and uh, you know even uh, the, some of the grain trade uh, back and across the, across about the border uh, over the grading and and uh, how American grain is uh, treated when it comes into our Canadian system, uh, you know there'll be some uh, negotiating points there as well. Lewis says he and other national agricultural leaders have been talking with U.S. leaders about their strong trade history. We've. Uh Work through the Canadian Federation of Agriculture. Uh, so the vice president of the CFA is uh, Norm Hall from Saskatchewan, and he's been involved in uh, some some uh, visits down into the states to talk to you know our counterpart parts in farm leader farm leadership uh, down there. And uh, you know certainly as recently as uh, three weeks ago, I talked with uh, the vice president of the uh, General Agriculture Organization down in the states, and we talked. Uh, he's from South Dakota, and so naturally, the, in, in our conversation, it turned to uh, the grain trade, and and uh, he was quite surprised to hear some of the things I had to say about the grading system and and so on. So I mean, so I think the more talk we have and uh, just understanding between the two countries that uh, you know a bushel of wheat isn't always necessarily the same on both sides of the board just because of varieties and and uh, how it's treated, and and uh, you know uh, it's just something that uh, it's uh, the more information that's on both sides, I think uh, should. Uh, help in getting us to a point where uh, we can continue our good trading. Todd Lewis is the president of APAS. NAFTA talks will also resolve around dairy products and softwood lumber. This portion of Saskatchewan agriculture today is brought to you by Dagelman Industries. Look to Dagelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. And brought to you by Marcuson New Holland, east of Regina at Emerald Park. Visit Marcuson.com. There hasn't been a lot of crop disease to speak of in Manitoba this year. Holly Dorkson is the field crop pathologist with Manitoba Agriculture. It's been a pretty dry year overall, so I think in comparison to last year, most people are feeling like 
There's, there's not much disease out there. I can find a little bit of fusarium head blight in wheat, uh, just in fields that got those a few showers at that flowering timing of the spring wheat, but um, they're few and far between. Um, and the same goes with sclerotinia in canola. I can see it in the odd field, but really nothing severe overall. I would say our, probably one of our bigger issues this year was Phytophthora root rot in soybeans. So we actually had quite a, that, quite a bit of that disease showing up and even quite early. So um, there may be some yield loss for some soybean producers because of that disease. Dorkson says it was quite widespread across major soybean growing regions of Manitoba. Yeah, I'm definitely hearing about uh, in higher frequency in areas that have been growing soybeans for longer. So in the Red River Valley and then um, in eastern Manitoba around Bossier area. But we've even had a couple of reports up near Dauphin um, and in the southwestern portions of the province. What causes root rot and is there anything that soybean growers can do to control it? This specific one is caused by a Phytophthora species. Um, so it's called Phytophthora root rot, and it is uh, specific to soybeans, but uh, the spores are, are long-lived in the soil. So even though it's specific to soybeans, rotation um, isn't a management option for this disease. So the main way it can be managed is through resistant varieties. So for growers, if they think they are dealing with root rot, to make sure that they get it properly identified. And if it is Phytophthora, they can consider some resistant varieties in the, in the future. Dorkson says the weather this summer hasn't been conducive to disease development. Most of our diseases like it humid, moist conditions and moderate temperatures. So this year being drier, there, there aren't a lot of disease issues. A, a few other diseases like black leg and canola um, or Goss's wilt, for example, in corn, will even see you know similar levels in drier years. They don't need it, need it as wet or humid, but... Uh, Overall, I would say this is going to be a low disease here in Manitoba. Holly Dorkson is a field crop pathologist with Manitoba Agriculture. Federal Agriculture Minister Lawrence McCauley has opened the first regional session on developing a national food policy across Canada. McCauley opened the session in his home province of Prince Edward Island. The session is the first in a series being held across Canada over the next two months. Public consultations on a food policy for Canada were launched back on May 29th, and an online survey has been extended to the 31st of this month. The key goals of the proposed food policy include increased access to affordable food, improving food safety, conserving soil and water, and expanding production of high-quality food. So far, over 30,000 Canadians have responded to the federal online survey. The market update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hollis Wealth. Call 1-800-284-9999 for more information or to book a free consultation with the office of Scott Bjornson Hollis Wealth. Scotia Capital Inc. is a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund and the Investment Industry Regulatory Organization of Canada. And by Flamin Sales in Saskatoon, Selby, Prince Albert, Yorkton and Swan River. Visit Flamin.com. Prices fell or remained unchanged in early trading this morning. Durham unchanged at 293.77. Feed barley unchanged at 150.29. Canola is down a dollar 40 to 469.14. Flax unchanged at 428.44. Oats down 435 to 153.75. Yellow peas remain unchanged at 288.54. Feed wheat unchanged at 136.48. And number one red spring wheat is down to 246.42. Back in a moment. The Livestock Quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia at 642-5358 or Weyburn at 842-4574. 
Hi, this is Brady Olson at the Assiniboia Livestock Auction with the market report for August 9th. Assiniboia did not have a sale this week. It was Weyburn's turn. I was at the sale and they had around 300 head. The market is up a couple cents from last week as your D1 and D2 cows sold from 93 cents to $1.03 a pound. D3 cows sold from 83 cents to 93 Tanner cow sold from thirty cents to fifty. Hepperet sold from a dollar twenty to a dollar forty. Slaughter bulls from a dollar fifteen to a dollar thirty-five a pound. We did not have enough yearlings to establish an accurate price quotation, but what we did have at the sale sold well. For any more market information, give me Brady Olson a call at the Cinnaboy Livestock Auction six four two fifty three fifty eight. And now here's the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. This is the Hams Market Commentary for Tuesday, August 15th. Hams sold 5,000 hogs Monday, selling in a range of 181 to 191 per CKG. Today's sales expect to be around 6,500 head, selling in a range of 181 to 190 per CKG. Number one sows delivered to Winnipeg this week are selling in the range of 67 to 74 cents pound live weight. Hams cash hog price today is down and forward contract prices opened up this morning. Monday, the Canadian dollar was down 12 basis points with the daily exchange rate at 1.2705. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 78.37 cents U.S. U.S. cash markets pushed moderately lower across three reporting regions. Prices were roughly a dime lower in the ISM and Western Corn Belt regions, while the national reporting region was priced lower by 47 cents a hundred U.S. relative to the previous day. Lean hog futures are trading higher following the expiration of the August futures contract. Yesterday, the October discount to cash market was less than $1 lower than the average yesterday, but today we see that discount softening. The October contract is currently trading over $70 U.S. 100 weight. The official 620 CKRM farm weather forecast is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton, and Watrous, New Holland, working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Prairie 6-inch eaves troughs, specializing in 6-inch eaves troughs for farm buildings and shops. Online at prairieeavestrough.ca. Severe thunderstorm watches are in place for southeast and east-central Saskatchewan this hour. There's also weather advisories out for central, west-central, and northwest Saskatchewan. Environment Canada is reporting the development of funnel clouds is possible in those areas today. In Regina, becoming a mix of sun and cloud this afternoon with some haze in the sky. Winds from the northwest at 20 kilometers an hour, gusting as high as 40. We're expecting a high of 24. Clear skies tonight. Winds from the northwest at 20 kilometers an hour, again gusting to 40, down to a low of 9 degrees. Mainly sunny tomorrow, a high of 27 and a low of 11. Thursday, a mix of sun and cloud, 26 for a high, a low of 9 degrees. Sunshine on Friday, a high of 28, a low of 12. Saturday, more sunshine, 26 for a high and a low of 11. Sunday, sunny skies, a high of 24 and a low of 9. Monday, more sunshine and a high of 24, which is right around the normal daytime high this time of year. That's at 25 degrees. The normal overnight low is 10 degrees. The sun rose at 547 this morning. Should set around 819 this evening. Around the province right now, Estevan is sitting at 22, Prince Albert 21, 17 in Saskatoon, Swift Current slightly warmer at 18, 23 in Weyburn, and Yorkton is also 22. Right now in Moose Jaw, mainly sunny skies and 21, mostly cloudy skies here in Regina and 20 degrees right now, still looking for that high of 24. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Once again, for Jim Smalley, I'm Drew Posty. Good afternoon.